Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Let's open our Bibles to Isaiah 45, 1 to 3. Hallelujah. Relax. Look at somebody. Smile at them. Say, be relaxed. Praise God. This is not a jail. Praise God. This is the house of God. You can smile. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. Isaiah 45, verses 1 to 3. To Cyrus, whose right hand I have held, to subdue nations before him, to lose the armor of kings, to open before him the double doors, so that the gates will not be shut. I will go before you and make the crooked places straight. I will break in pieces the gates of bronze and cut the bars of iron. I will give you the treasures of darkness and hidden riches of secret places, that you may know that I, the Lord who call you by your name, am the God of Israel. Amen. Hallelujah. If you want to be successful in life, if you want to be successful in ministry, if you want to be successful in anything that you do, what you need is special anointings over your life. And one of those anointings are called anointing of momentum. Praise God. The Cyrus anointing is the anointing of momentum. In Malayalam, we say, Chalana Shakti. Chalana Shakti Abhishekam. Praise the Lord. Vegadeda Abhishekam. Praise God. You should, as a church, as a ministry, we should know when God gives us the momentum. When God gives us momentum in ministry, when God gives us momentum in business, when God gives us momentum in our married life, it is important to recognize it and important to move in that flow. Praise God. Why we are having these second services? There is a momentum God is giving you. We want to catch that momentum. Praise the Lord. Lord is giving us a start. We want to maximize it. Praise God. Lord is giving us a hunger. We want to receive as much as possible. There is an anointing for a momentum. We need to take those steps fast. Praise the Lord. When there is an anointing of momentum, there are steps that you take faster than usual. Praise God. There's an unusual speed. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. God wants you to give us an unusual speed. How many of you want the speed? Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Jesus in three and a half years fulfilled his work. He had an unusual speed to walk through Jerusalem. Hallelujah. To fulfill the ministry. He had an unusual speed. That's momentum. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And we want to understand the momentum, get the momentum, maintain that momentum. Praise the Lord. Only time when the devil is scared is when you start as a church moving into supernatural momentum. Praise God. The devil can't stop us. Praise God. When you're moving in the momentum of God, when the momentum of the Holy Spirit, when the momentum of power, when the momentum of miracles, when the momentum of glory, the devil can't stop us. Hallelujah. That's why when, the, when, when we understand a shift, when we understand a momentum, we pray more, we fast more, we worship more, we gather together more, we pray in tongues more, we smile more. Hallelujah. Pray. We shake the dust out of us. Hallelujah. And rise up more. Praise the Lord. There will be more days when we are, hallelujah, praise God, rising up than falling down. We know we are a momentum. We don't have time to waste. Hallelujah. We need to move forward. We need to take new ground. How many of you want to take new ground? How many of you want to take new businesses, new ministries, new souls? Hallelujah. There is a momentum for that. There is an anointing for that. If you believe it, receive it. Put your hands together or receive a fresh momentum of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. In Ezekiel 47, we see the river of God. It's got a momentum from ankle deep to knee deep to waist deep. And it started swimming. Praise. There was a momentum. By the time he reached to the other side, everything that was unfruitful became fruitful. 
when you are in a momentum suddenly you will see fruitfulness on the other side how many of you want to see on the other side of 2018 there is fruitfulness in the name of jesus glory to god in the other side of fruitfulness glory to god hallelujah when do you get this momentum when do you get this momentum in psalm 13 psalm 13 is a good psalm by david psalm 13 verses one onwards one and the sixth verse verse one and the last verse long O lord will you forget me forever how long will you hide your face from me i will sing to the lord because he has dealt bountifully with me amen why have you cast me out forever how many of you are gone in your life when there was a why in your life why why did this happen why did this person misunderstand me why did this person hallelujah do this to me why did this person or why did this problem happen to me why did this trouble how long to 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 have this trouble how long i'm praying for why is not the lord answering me why is he casting me out forever why only me why 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 if you are a normal person you will have why in this life <laughs> hallelujah if you're a human being i i don't care what Christian are you anointed, double anointed? Every person, David was multi-anointed, yet he had a why. There were times in his life he said, why Lord? Paul the apostle, why is the stone? Every great man of God has gone through why. But then he did not end the psalm there. He ended the psalm saying, the Lord has dealt bountifully for me. The Lord has dealt bountifully with me. He got a momentum. Hmm. When you learn to give your wise to God. In turn, God will give us a momentum. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. When you are willing, when you let that why into God's hands. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Look at Joshua chapter 3. You can go home and read. The Bible says they were almost close to the promised land. And here is the Jordan River blocking them. Jordan was there. Why? Jordan was there. Why? Why now? I'm so close to this promise. I'm so close to this breakthrough. I'm so close to getting married. Why this block? I'm so close for this healing. I'm so close. I, I almost know it. But, but why is this Jordan? Jordan is the why of our lives. Hallelujah. Before a moment comes, there is always a stubborn Jordan. I call the stubborn items. There is always stubborn items in front of you. You and don't understand. We are speaking or talk on momentum. I don't know any stubborn items sitting here. <laughs> but the momentum will come. Praise God. Sometimes it's stubborn. There are so many things God wants to do. And God will do it. But why? Why this Jordan? I don't understand these feelings that I'm going through. I feel sick. But I still, I don't know why I'm tolerating it. Why? The centurion saying that servant of mine, he used to go when I used to tell him to go. Stay when I used to tell him to stay. Do when I tell him to do. Now when I tell him, he's too much sitting there. Why? Why? What happened to him? He was flowing so beautifully. He was so beautifully serving the Lord, serving the king, serving the synagogue. Why? What happened? Suddenly, why is he so sick? Why is he attacked with cerebral palsy? Why is he not responding to the inner commands? His body is not moving. His his heart is saying one thing. His body is moving in another direction. Why? Oh, hallelujah. Have you gone through that? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. 
But the Bible says the priest of God lifted the ark of the covenant. Praise the Lord. When there are wise in your life, hallelujah. Don't look at the Jordan. Look at the presence of God. Look at the ark of God. Look at the blood of Jesus Christ. Look at the cross of Calvary. Look at the mercy seat. Hallelujah. Look at the blood of Jesus. Let's speak a better word over your life. Hallelujah. When, hallelujah, glory to God. Yes, the ark was lifted up. Every person took their eyes of Jordan and start worshiping the Lord. The priest starting, uh, the minister starting, they stood their ground and, and the Bible says every person crossed over oh this morning when you worship the Lord there is a crossover why are we worshiping there is a crossover to success and greatness in the name of the Lord we all lift your voice lift your eyes ah, to the ark of the covenant ark of the covenant speaks about the presence of God every person crossed over every person the priest the worshipers the praise guys went forward first hallelujah glory to God the praise guys are really cool these guys are really these guys does not know what backsliding is the one who prays can never backslide praise god they're always in the forefront there is a grace some of us have, need to receive hallelujah is the grace never to backslide and the secret is praise 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 when you're in the wedding you praise when you're in the honeymoon you still praise when you finish five years of your married life you still praise when you finish your eighth year it's not eight year it's it's still praise hallelujah pray it's into praise praise the lord glory to god when you finish 10 years praise 20 years praise one child praise two child praise three child praise no child single barren still praise glory to god hallelujah the barrenness will leave oh. And the momentum will come. Glory. Hallelujah. They crossed Jordan. They thought, oh, here is the promised land. Here is the big Jericho wall standing. The tallest wall. Nobody ever gotten in. Nobody ever gotten out. And here they are so close. How many of you have gone through that humiliating experience? Why is Jericho wall a humiliating experience? Because here are the Lord telling them to walk around Jericho. And the soldiers say, hey man, what are you doing, man? This is the strongest wall. You are trying to walk around this. <laughs> you guys in Bangalore are crazy, man. You, you pub world, you pub guys, you know, you only know how to drink well. You don't know how, how you, you guys are really crazy. You're drunk, man. You are supposed to think that this wall is going to break down. Nobody has ever broken down this wall. I mean, six days, they have been ridiculed, ridiculed. But my Bible says in Hebrews 11, by faith, they circled around Jericho. By faith, ah, oh, come on. Even when you go through humiliating experiences, don't lose your faith. Glory. Hallelujah. Humiliating experiences are just the last bit before God gives us glorious momentum. You go through humiliating experiences. Hallelujah. The Bible says Jesus had to wash the feet just before he got a momentum. What a humiliating experience. Washing the feet of people who will deny him, betray him, put him down, flee from him. But let me tell you, Humility is a sign. Even while you are humiliated, humility is a sign that you are in the momentum. Humility is a sign you are close to the momentum. Humility is a sign that you will never lose the momentum. Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. God will give you the momentum. Ah, glory. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Whatever situation, we have to be humble. Pride shuts the door. Pride shuts the momentum. Pride shuts the block of the flow. Pride shuts the promises of God from flowing. Pride is the only thing that is between us. God give grace to the humble. 
Don't focus on yourself. Don't focus on what you think is right. Don't focus on your view of the world. Don't focus on your view of things. I know you're a brilliant guy, but you're not as brilliant as the one who is holding the universe by the finger of God, by the power of His word. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Humiliating. The great apostle Paul says, I don't know what to pray. What humiliation is that? We are so, so humble that have we ever said that we don't know how to pray? Great Paul is saying, I don't know what to pray. I don't know what to pray. Come on church. It takes some humility to say, I don't know what to pray. There are times in your life, we don't know anything. You don't know. But that is humility. When you tell the Lord, Lord, I don't know, Lord. I don't know. I don't have a clue, Lord. I don't know what is going to happen next to Lord. I don't have a clue. Then God said, all things will work out. I will give you a momentum. Come on. Come on. Even you don't know what it is, I will give you. I will tell you. Praise God. All things, good or bad, average or simple. Hallelujah. Praise God. Taunting or adverse, ridiculing or... Hallelujah. What does it matter? All things work together for the good. For the good. For the good. Hallelujah. Speaking in tongues is humility. Have you know praying in tongues is humility? That's why every time you pray in tongues, God lifts you up. Because everybody will say, What are you doing, man? What language is it? La, 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 la. My wife, when she came to the church for the first time, when she heard we all praying in tongues, she said, Oh, this pastor is cool. He is Christianity, Muslim, everything together. She, she thought I was a praise God. Christian, Muslim, Hindu, everything together. La, la, la. She thought, I, you know, it's, it's his time prayer, evening prayer. It's humility. Lord, I don't know. Rampa, Kasanta, Lampo, Rompenesi, Hosparom, the Nemento, Rom, the Nemento. I don't know, Lord, how to fix this. Kakaraka, Bata, Reke, 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 Lapa, Rapa, 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 Kere, Kere, Kere. And after that, Paul came to this conclusion after praying in tongues God will work all things for, for those who love Him and are called according to His purpose. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Momentum. What a humiliating experience this. Hallelujah. Sometimes even you do the right things, you get into prison. What humility? Humiliate. Joseph did right. He fled from Potiphar's wife. Did not even look lustfully at her. He fell into prison. Praise the Lord. Paul and Silas, same situation. They did the right thing. In midnight, they are in jail. But they kept praising the Lord. Suddenly, there was a great earthquake. And the foundations of the prison was shaken. And immediately, all the doors were opened. Hallelujah. Praise God. Even when you think... That you have lost your momentum. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Humiliating experiences. Keep praising the Lord. Keep shouting unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. There is an anointing that will come and destroy the blockers. Destroy the blocks. Destroy the walls. Quieten the Jordan. And hallelujah. The anointing will take you to the promise of God. The anointing will enable you to step into your promises. To step into your promises. To step into your prophecies. To step up. Glory to God. You will have a bigger step than the biggest blocks. Your legs will become bigger. Ah, come on church. Come on. God is telling something. You look. Your block looks so big. God is going to anoint you to make your leg even bigger. Praise God. Other than pride, what destroys our momentum? Matthew chapter 4 and the 19th verse. I'll go fast. Matthew chapter 4 verse 19. I'm only touching one. And he said to them, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Follow me for I will make you fishers of men. Praise God. Is that 419? Oh, 423. I, I want to tell you before that. I want to tell you something. That Matthew you just read. Mark. 
mark mark but, but i want to tell you something i want to tell you something something god said to me he said when you see the walls there is a previous word god told joshua prepare yourself for you shall see the wonders of the lord tomorrow god told me you will see the wall today but you will see the wonders tomorrow praise god hallelujah glory to god hallelujah receive it 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 you will see the wall today but tomorrow at this time you will see the wonders of god oh rampa kab glory to god oh we give you praise that's moment as brother you can read it the second thing and the case of this world the deceitfulness of riches and the desires for other things entering in choke the world and it becomes unfruitful what loses our momentum the cares of the world the cares don't you care lord don't you care don't you care the cares you're so burdened sometimes you know i feel the stress so much that i feel my legs are so cramped because i feel the stress of the church stress of the people who comes with problems stress of the people's people's whose answers are yet to come and think about it think about it think about it my legs get cramped and i get sick when i sing this song i will cast all my cares upon you i will lay all of my burdens down at your feet and many times i don't know what to do i will just cast all my cares upon you praise god then i feel the freedom i feel the healing i feel the confidence because cares will stop your moment a pastor abu from anglo church said people who never had children for years sometimes when they adopt one child they have seen many times as doctors that following is they're giving birth to 3 4 5 6 children because the moment you adopt you're relaxed you lose your cares you have a child and suddenly when the cares is gone the stress is gone you give birth but when you're stressed you cannot get pregnant come on church i rebuke every stress every cares to live your life in the name of jesus as a cornerstone pastor i heard pastor saying a couple who did not have child for 13 years got a child praise god children are going to bear hallelujah you don't need to be stressed about your generations will be revealed in the name of the lord glory hallelujah rabha baba shikha cares of the world the deceitfulness of riches don't mishandle or mismanage your money simple when your focus is too much to the point that it is taking your monday tuesday thursday i mean it takes 24 hours of your day will i get money will i make money will i make money money chances are that your money is not under the control of jesus christ let it go god will open doors of opportunity those he will take care but don't allow the money to make you cold don't allow your money to stop you from coming and worshiping the lord don't allow your money to make you miss the sunday churches don't allow your money to make you too busy that you don't have time for jesus hallelujah praise god because love of money is the root of all evil how if you love money and not love god it will bring deceitfulness deceive you choke you lose your momentum but our economy is tightening rip sowing and reaping no stress God gives the harvest. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. God gives seed to the sower. Some people say, I can't sow you. I don't have any money to sow you. God knows. He won't give you the seed. He knows if you give it to even anyway, not going to sow. He gives seed to the sower. <laughs> Bread to the eater. The seed to sow is free if you're willing to sow. Hallelujah. I don't have time to teach on that. Another day, another second service. <laughs> But lavishness, borrowing money, 
not transparent about money keep borrowing is not a blessing you will lend and not borrow i told somebody if you don't have when god has released a blessing through your job and and and, and you still don't have something to give extra back to god it is it is a sign that somewhere either you are not moving into the blessing of god or the money that god has given you to sow you are you are mishandling it you'll always have an extra as a seed praise god maybe it has gone for a shoes that you never need your seed is where you are wearing your seed <laughs> praise god i'm not saying not to buy a shoe but don't put the seed on <laughs> because because the because, because the harvest will be missing <laughs> praise god and the desires of other things desires be content with what you have just because somebody else has something don't desire it the desire that should come should be based upon a promise that you hold on to and that promise should bring a desire not because somebody else has it that is how you discern your desires praise god if somebody has a mercedes benz i should have it it's not a right desire when i receive from the word my eyes is open the lord said i'm going to bless you with this car for my glory that has come from the spirit hallelujah amen glory and 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 next thing that will stop your 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 momentum genesis 31 genesis 31 ramparamashu no time shatharavarashat now when rachel saw that she bore jacob no children rachel envied her sister and said to jacob give me children or else i die amen number 1 pride number 2 worldly heart is what i just spoke about mark 4 worldly heart number 3 is jealousy rachel envied her sister rachel envied her sister rachel was not upset she did not have children rachel was upset her sister had children so difference if rachel was upset she did not have children god would have immediately opened a womb and blessed her come on church rachel some of us are never receiving what god has for us because we just have to be i mean open our heart and ask of him but james 4 4 says james 4 2 says you don't receive it because you don't have ask with the right heart you ask for your own reasons hallelujah verse 3 you ask and do not receive because you ask amiss that you may spend it on your pleasures on your pleasures praise god but today let god birth that desire of what that is yours what that is yours i am going to ask the holy spirit through the power of god to send it across to you send it across to you receive it send it across to you. it is yours nobody can steal it the devil stolen it it's yours what is yours your business your money your children your path your your blessing be sent to in your direction mm. when you don't envy things come faster things come faster praise god and last thing i want to say is comparison luke 10 38 comparison martha and mary is come to extraordinary passage of scripture because jesus is in the home martha is taking care of jesus's food and things and mary is sitting at the feet of god feet of jesus and martha is saying don't you care lord see i am the one who is doing everything look at her look at her she is also supposed to do it she's comparing she's comparing how many of you are here comparing she can come for prayer meetings and all she doesn't have any work not me i have lot of work i have lot of responsibilities they can go for second services not us we have children if you have two i have three <laughs> there is an interesting passage of scripture here i've read, read this so many times the bible says mary chose jesus said mary has chosen what is better which means mary also had responsibilities mary also had work 
Mary also had all that which Martha had, but she chose. It's a choice. When somebody has received little more, it is because they chose to. Don't compare. Don't be little. Don't put them down. They chose to be more hungry. Come on, church. Grace is available for everyone. Somebody chose to receive it more. We want to say, Lord, I choose to sit at your feet and receive more from you, Lord. I choose every day morning to sit at your feet and to choose so that I don't need to compare with anybody. What is mine will come to me. Come on. What is yours will come to you. You don't need to compare with anyone. Is it simple? Every day, get up in the morning, sit in the presence of God, pray, receive what is yours so you don't have to see what is other people's. You don't have to check it out. When the... We come to church, every, it's like opening everybody's back. What did he get? What is the blessing? Is he married? Is she married? Or, or only I am remaining? Is his business open? He, did he get a job? I mean, you're so upset because I didn't get it. It is like when, you know, I fail in exams, I used to say whether anybody else failed. Comparison. Comparison. What takes the momentum away? Ignorance. No discernment. Eli, when he was old, he lacked discernment. He lost momentum. He did not correct his children. Today, correction is like a, something that pastors will lose their head for. Correction is an asset for grace. Correction is something that can bring you back to grace. So never, ever, Bible says, let the righteous man strike me. It is an anointing, excellent oil. Bible says, whoever father loves, he corrects that it will yield a harvest of righteousness. It will yield fruit because it brings you back to the root, the grace of God. Correction is needed when you are moving in the flesh and not in the, under the grace of God. So when somebody corrects you, receive it. Afterward, it yields harvest of righteousness. The pastors are afraid to correct people. People get so upset. You can do anything else, but no, don't correct me. Hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. Jesus corrected six times, six churches. He corrected only one church. He did not correct because there's nothing to correct. All the other six churches, he said, I've this against you, I've this against you, I've this against you. He corrected. He encouraged them. Then he corrected I think 9, 10, 11 months of encouragement. I think every pastor is entitled four weeks of correction in a year at least. <laughs> I was, when I correct my son, who's, for whom am I correct? Whom, for, what is the reason to correct? It's growing up. There's a time that he will be by himself and should not make a mistake. He's correcting. I still get corrected. I go every week, one, at least two hours I spend with pastors. What is correction? I tell him everything that I'm doing. Any correction? Don't become too spiritual that you can't be corrected. When the great Peter apostle was corrected by Paul. Hallelujah. Amen. Haley did not correct his children. Their entire family was destroyed because of that. They lost their momentum. They were supposed to be the priests forever. Hallelujah. Because of lack discernment, eyes were closed. Amen. And the last one, what loses the momentum? Love for positions. John and James, they said, I want to write. Her mother said, I want one to write, sit on the right and on to the left. Jesus said, no, that is why my father is to decide. Never come to church for having positions. Pastor, somebody, people has to call me pastor, evangelist. That is not our mission. Our mission is to preach the gospel, not to become pastors. God makes us for his glory. But every one of us are called to preach the gospel. That is our vision, to reach out to the lost, to reach out to the lost people. Not even to make money. It will all come. It Blessing will follow. It's an extension. When we go after the kingdom, when we go after the souls, all these things will be just keep on adding, keep on adding. But you don't have to add. God will add. He's the adder. You ask the Lord to add souls. How many of you are praying for new souls? How many of you are reaching out to new souls? 
glory may God anoint you and give you a momentum to reach out many more by the end of the year hallelujah we should have the double of the people who are coming here for the glory of Jesus Christ God has to give us in a momentum a supernatural anointing hallelujah to reach the lost and to the last let's be friend to sinners without sharing in their sins let us love the sinners without loving their sin let us get close to them without getting close to the world that takes a momentum brother that takes an anointing that's why jesus was the friend of the sinners yet he was undefined that grace that momentum that anointing you need to have hallelujah are you getting something out of this this week glory position the bible says the church of laodicea laodicea were lukewarm Jesus said, I cannot do anything with them. Spit them out of my mouth. They become so lukewarm. And Jesus said, the greatest, greatest reward in heaven is the one who overcome lukewarmness. Isn't it amazing? Not even the one who become the martyr, but the one who carries the fire of God. He said, I will make him sit with me on the throne of God. Oh, come on. You overcome lovelessness. I mean, lukewarmness. And the God's grace come in your lukewarmness. And grace won't sit together. Praise God. Ask Paul. Where the grace and lukewarmness sat together. No. Because be this church wanted position. When you go for position, you become lukewarm. When you go for souls, ah, you become more anointed. Come on. Go for souls. Go after souls. Look at somebody and say, go for souls. They tried to make Jesus the king. Jesus, the Bible says, ran away from there. Jesus ran away. They wanted to publicly address him and say, oh, you great man. He ran. If, if it, is, it was us, we would have said, just stop it. Five more, we could call five more people and ah, now you tell. Hallelujah. Lukewarmness. Today, the lukewarmness sometimes, you know, sometimes come. We have so many categories. People say, mm, after all, pastor, the Bible says, God first, yes, I come for worship. Then family second. And then ministry third. So a lot of family issues. So no ministry. Is that what the Lord said? God said, God first, worship Him. When you do that, family second. But does God meant that you will leave ministry and do ministry at all? No. God said, when a family needs you, be there. But after doing it, come back and serve me. When Jesus was in the temple, mother, May, uh, mother of Jesus, Mary and Joseph were there with him. And, 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 the, and he was lost and he was 12 years old. And, 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 and when they came and said, don't you know Jesus boy? You're not supposed to do this. No, I mean, this kind of tamasha with us. And Jesus said something. Don't you know that I'm supposed to do my father's business first? Praise God. What was he meaning? Simple. If you have a business in America, would you say family first? I will stay in Bangalore. <laughs> Why are you getting millions of dollars in America? Family Family be here only. But when you suddenly hear that your dad is not well, sick, and he, he needs a medical treatment, nobody is there, you're the only son, you take a flight, comes, take care of him, make sure that you get the best treatment, make sure that he's well, somebody is there to take care of him. And then you go back to your business. Praise God. I'm just giving you a parallel. If you do that for your business, that is natural. How much more? When your father has a need, please go. Don't even do the ministry. If, he has, uh, if your wife, your father, your children has a need, please go and take care of them. They come second. Jesus on the heart, the rip on the next. But then after taking care of them, they are well. They are eating apple, juice, mango, everything. And you are still saying family second. <laughs> Come on. Something is wrong. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Something is absolutely wrong. You come and serve the Lord. Look at what Jesus said. Let me go and bury my dead father. Dead father. He said, come on, let the dead bury the dead. You come follow me. He's dead and gone. Somebody said, 
Jesus said, follow me. Ah, I, have, I have bought a new Mercedes Benz. That time it was oxen. I have to go and ride and see. Somebody said, I just got married. I have to, uh, you know, we are thinking of our honeymoon plans. Don't disturb me. Family second. Family. Not like that. It's a principle of need. What is heaven's need? Family is important. But don't lose your calling and ministry. Hallelujah. For the sake of your family. Because the Bible doesn't say so. Bible asked them to take care of their need. Jesus on the cross took care of the need of Mary. And he said to John, take care of my mother. As a son, she, he makes sure that the mother is alone. She's going to be lonely. That somebody, one of the disciples who he trusted said, take care of my mother. You have to take care of your parents. You have to take care of family members. More for it. But don't do it when Jesus needs you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't become lukewarm on the serving the Lord. If I would have said, my, I am the only son of old parents. My father is 76. My mother is going to turn 74. I am the only son. If I would have said, family is second, this church would have never been there. Hmm. Praise the Lord. That doesn't mean, does that mean that I don't take care of my parents? You ask my parents. I take care of them better than those sons who sits at home and use their parents. I go every week or every 10 days, make sure that they get, get the best of things over their lives. I work hard to make sure that they, they, they're taken care of the best possible way. Hallelujah. I call them and speak with them. Some of you say, parents, parents, parents. You never even bother to call them once and speak to them. Amen. So let's follow. Let's not allow. Some people say, Pastor, I get married. Then I will follow. It make you look warm. Don't focus on your marriage. Focus on your calling. Then marriage will fall through. I'm telling my experience. I never wanted to marry at 28. But because I was so focused on ministry, God said to marry at 28, I married. Praise. Hallelujah. I'm not saying don't get married. Don't take me wrong. Pastor said to minister. Pastor said to calling. No marrying. Don't, don't go and say all. Get married. God have appointed a time for your marriage and it will come on that time. But hallelujah, till that time, you be on the fire for God. You follow Jesus. You take this gospel. You take this anointing to the ends of the earth. Hallelujah. You catch a fire. You catch this grace. You move for super speed. God is giving you momentum. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory. Thank you, Jesus. How to get back the momentum? What is momentum? Because we're going to break the bread. I have to finish with this. What is momentum? Psalm 23 is momentum. Psalm 23. Everybody say Psalm 23 is momentum. Psalm 23 is momentum. What is Psalm 23? First verse. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. The Lord is my shepherd. How many of you would say that? The Lord is my shepherd. Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. But you have to say it. The Lord is my shepherd. You have to say it. That's momentum. Praise the Lord. That's momentum. Say it. Say it. Say it. The Lord is my shepherd. Hallelujah. Whatever challenges you come, trusting in the shepherd. Being a part of the flock. Being a part of the church is momentum. Being a part under the shepherd of Jesus Christ. And a shepherdic anointing is momentum. It's always momentum. They will not lack. There is no lack. Momentum means no lack. Momentum is no lack. Everybody say, momentum is no lack. When you are under momentum, no lack. No lack spiritually, no lack emotionally, no lack physically, no lack financially, no lack. I pray that you will enter into a momentum of no lack. 
ഈശ്വരന് ഇടയനാകുന്നു എനിക്കൊന്നിനും മുട്ടുണ്ടാകുകയില്ല ഹാലലൂയ ദൈവത്തിന്റെ വേഗതയിൽ നടക്കുമ്പോൾ കൃപയിൽ അഭിഷേകത്തിൽ നടക്കുമ്പോൾ ഒന്നിനും ഒരു കുറവില്ല ഒന്നിനും മുട്ടുണ്ടാകുകയില്ല നീ കടം മേടിക്കേണ്ട ദൈവം നിന്റെ അവകാശമായിട്ടുള്ളത് കൈ അന്നിറങ്ങിച്ചു തരും he makes me to lie down in green pastures when you are under momentum you have rest peace silent times with god your heart is at rest your heart is focused shepherd is there doesn't matter what is around heart is at rest yeah shepherd man shepherd man. and i came after a few days when i when and saw my two months two month year old daughter the moment she heard my voice and saw me she said when the shepherd is around ശിപ്പ് <laughs> <laughs> ഫ്ലോയിങ് <laughs> you 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 have a restored soul tanatta mind a cool mind nobody can hurt your emotions mind will your your soul is so perfect he restored it's restored by god even while you hurt you take it immediately before god god said yes healed healed look at somebody and say you can't hurt me brother look at somebody and say even your wife can't hurt you <laughs> husband can hurt you and god has touch when god is touching your soul as somebody is hurting you see i am hurting him and this is just imagine it's your mind but you're not feeling because the hand of restoration is on you see ah oh, come on come on the shepherd is there next to you anybody tries to hit you can't because so is the love of god so much he lead me in the path of righteousness we will stop wrong decisions when there is momentum we don't make weak decisions bad decisions come on church come on he leads me in the path of righteousness when you are the righteousness of god when you know you are a child of god you don't make wrong decisions you don't you make bold decisions god is saying some of you are going to make bold decisions the righteousness is bold as a lion bold steps you are going to take oh come on not wild decisions hallelujah leaving the church is a wild decision it's a bad decision hopping from church to church is a wild bad decision it's 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 not in the path of righteousness getting hurt with somebody and getting discouraged and leaving the relationship is a wild bad decision just sit with even great if south north korean president and american president can sit across and bring peace some of you say two madmen can bring peace oh my god why can't two saints bring peace i can't understand somebody said i'm not saying they're mad hallelujah 
I pray God will give you the grace to reverse your decision. Reverse your decision. Uh, to get back the momentum. Reverse your decision. Reverse. They're reversed. Their decisions be reversed in the name of Jesus. How many of you believe that? If you believe that, put your hands together. There are folks in the church, hallelujah, who needs to reverse the decision. Ask the Lord to give them the grace to do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Father, we give you praise. We give you glory. I feel anointing. Hallelujah. The son of prodigal son reversed his decision. He came to his senses. Glory. It happened before, it happened today. Oh, come on. It has happened before, it will happen today. How many of you believe that it's happened before, it will happen today? In the name of Jesus. Simon, Simon, the devil has asked for you. And you're going to fall into his hands. You're going to deny me. But you're going to reverse your decision. You're going to proclaim me. Come on. Some of you, <laughs> glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. I was just speaking to him. Hallelujah. Praise God. He wanted to testify. That's why I'm telling him. Praise God. Once upon a time, he said, if I get an opportunity, I will hit you. <laughs> Praise God. Just last week, I just got him baptized. Praise the Lord. By the grace of God, God reversed the decision. Glory. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise God. He told me, I'm sorry, Pastor. I've said all that thing. I said, it's okay. You are my greatest joy this year. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. The days are coming when people who wanted to hit you, Every Paul who wanted to hit you are going to fall down under the power of the Holy Ghost and are going to become apostles. Praise God. Every persecutor will become apostles. That is an anointing. When you are, oh, come on. When you are with the shepherd, he leads me in the path of righteousness. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, expect bad days. Just because you are in a momentum does not mean that you don't have bad days. Expect bad days, but fearless. But the sheep was fearless. Yay, I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I am fearless. I shall fear no evil. But thou art with me. Come on. When you are in the momentum, you can go through a valley, yet fearless. Praise God. You can be a Croatia, yet fearless. You can be Argentina, yet fearless. You would have lost a battle, but you are still fearless. Because as long as you are with the shepherd, you will win the war. You will win the war. You will win the war. Your setbacks are setups. Certain things that you think is upsetting you it's for your protection praise god he will anoint me with fresh oil oh sorry his rod and the staff they shall comfort me open to change rod and staff they comfort god said change the direction change it it's open to change amen god said be open to change maybe we might go from ramurthy nagar to mg road expect a change <laughs> expect a change expect a change praise the lord hallelujah hallelujah You'll anoint me with head with oil, fresh anointing, new ministries opening up. When you're in the moment of new ministries, new souls, new miracles, come on, new paths, new things. Come on, church. Hallelujah. The momentum. Hallelujah. New doors are going to be open. And goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life. Good, everybody say goodness and mercy. When you're partaking of the bread and the wine, this is I want to tell you God's goodness is greater than your mistakes goodness and mercy praise the lord praise the lord when you partake of the bread and the wine his goodness is greater 
than your mistakes. That's why Bible says, goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life. I don't care what mistakes that you have made. Come before the Lord. Be honest before the Lord and say, Lord, I ask you forgiveness. I bring it under your blood. I thank you that you have called me righteous. And I thank you. You will remember me forever. You will never leave me nor forsake me. And immediately you will see the grace of the Lord changing your direction, changing your life, changing your desires, changing your path, changing your pattern, changing your power, changing everything about you. That's what God's goodness can do. Hallelujah. I come to where we read the Cyrus, the momentum of Cyrus. Isaiah 45. No time to speak on it, but just one word. Isaiah 45, just one and two. Just one word. Thus says the Lord. Thus says the Lord. To his anointed. To his anointed. Who said, thus saith the Lord? (laughs) The Lord said, Cyrus is my anointed. If you want a momentum, you have to say what the Lord said. You have to say what the Lord said. God called Cyrus anointed. Say, I'm anointed. I'm anointed. Say, I'm blessed. Say, I'm a millionaire. So, say, I'm full of grace. Say, I'm full of holiness. He said, I am anointed. Your anointing is upon me. The moment you start saying what God said, and the momentum starts. To Cyrus. Who is Cyrus? An evil king from Babylon. The place where there was so much of unholiness. So much of bad things of a prostitution inside the temple god said hey cyrus i have a plan there i don't care where you are who you are what you did when god comes grace comes upon you all that doesn't matter what matters is what god says he said cyrus is my man praise god praise god praise god trump is my man if god says so what can we say praise the lord god is for him <laughs> praise god if god says who are you Thus said God, Cyrus to my anointed. Hallelujah. When the momentum is come, next verse. I will go before you and make the crooked places straight. Ah, when God, when you're in the momentum, he goes before you. You'll always see Jesus before you. Praise God. Jesus has already prepared your blessing. He's before you. He's made the crooked way straight. He's before you. He's made your marriage straight. He's gone before. Come on. God is going to restore the momentum back to your marriage. God has gone to your children before. Your children are going to be okay. They're fine. They're going to be good looking. Yet holy, set apart. God, God is God, God before you. Ah, yes, past. I will break in pieces the gates of bronze ah. and cut the bars of iron. Ah. I'll give you the treasures of darkness yes. and hidden riches of secret places. Yes. That you may know that I, the Lord who call you yes. by your name, am the God of Israel. Yes. For my Jacob, for Jacob my servant's sake, and Israel my elect. I've been called. That's enough. Gone before you. I will open doors, nobody can shut. I will open doors, nobody can shut. As you partake of the bread and the wine, I declare over your life that you are going to be in the greatest momentum of your life and you are going to be doors that are open and nobody going to be shut. If you believe it, receive it. Put your hands together. Say, Amen. Say, I receive it. Say, I receive it. I receive it. I receive it. Put that scripture on the thing. Put that scripture. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Stodram, stodram fast. Hallelujah. It says, I will go before you. Hallelujah. Make crooked ways straight. I will break in pieces. It doesn't matter how strong your bondage is. God will break it in pieces. It will not stand up again. Your bondage will not stand up again. He will cut the bars of iron. He will destroy it. He will break it into two. How strong, how stubborn. He will put it into two. Hallelujah. That's momentum. Jesus is before you. Hallelujah. Let's close our eyes in prayer.